what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. God wrapped himself in human flesh for you and I. And Mary wrapped baby Jesus in swaddling clothes. The same rags that they wrapped the dead. Jesus was wrapped in the very reason that he came. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. If you have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me, please, to the book of Galatians. The book of Galatians, chapter 4. Galatians, chapter 4. Move down, if you will, to verse 4. Galatians, chapter 4, and verse 4. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. And I want to use for a subject this morning, preaching a few minutes, a revelation of Christmas. The first revelation of Christmas is found in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15. Immediately after the fall, God pointed to a Redeemer who was to come. Genesis 3 and 15, I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. God was addressing Satan. And he said, the seed of this woman will bruise the head of the serpent. Eve thought that that promised seed was Cain. But she later found out that that was a disaster. Man cannot come up with anything on his own to save himself. Man's salvation, it has to be conceived of God and brought forth by God and carried out by God. Your only part in it is faith in what God has provided. And God promised that a Redeemer would come. And in Genesis chapter 12, God called Abraham. Called him to come out from his kindred, his father's house. Come out, he said, and go into a land which I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and all the families of the earth will be blessed. And it was through Abraham that the promised seed would come. It was to his grandson, Jacob, that it was later promised that the Redeemer of mankind would come. And then it was to Judah 
It was through that tribe of Judah that it was promised that the Redeemer would come. And then when David came on the scene, God said that it would be through David's family that the Redeemer of mankind would come. And all throughout the Old Testament, God revealed Christmas a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Isaiah said, a virgin shall conceive. And God addressed thousands of Old Testament saints through the prophets, gave them a revelation of Christmas. And when the fullness of time was come, Galatians 4 and verse 4, When the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son made of a woman. And that woman was Mary. God chose her. Gave her a revelation of Christmas that was so important. He did not trust that message with a prophet but rather gave that message to her through the mighty angel Gabriel. And in Luke chapter 1, verse 26, the Bible says that the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Verse 29 says that she saw him. If any one of us today were to experience such a thing, an angel to appear to us and to reveal something, I don't think we'd ever forget it. As magnificent as that was, our focus should never be on the messenger, whether it be a prophet, whether it be an angel. Focus must always be on the message. And here is the message that the angel Gabriel gave to her, Luke chapter 1, verse 31. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Every single human being has a spiritual womb called the soul. The soul of man is so big, only God can fill it up. But man's soul is empty, it is void and full of sin. And the only thing, like I said previously, the only thing that man can bring forth is sin and death. Let me tell you something today. When the Holy Spirit moves upon an individual and they get a revelation of Christmas and they move and act on that revelation... Jesus Christ is then conceived into their soul, into their heart, into their very being. And they are made alive. Glory to God. And let me tell you something. When you get saved, when you get an understanding that God has justified you. He has forgiven you of all of your sins, past, present, and future. And 
you you get a grip of that and a hold of that. You you feel something down in your soul. Glory to Christianity is something you can feel. It is a feeling that is so glorious. You just want to tell everybody about Jesus. And that is bringing forth Jesus Christ to others. Mary brought forth Jesus Christ the only way she could. And you, as a child of God, only you can bring forth Jesus Christ the way that you can. You can reach people that I can't. Are you listening to me? Now, this revelation changed Mary's life. When Mary received this revelation of Christmas, changes began to take place in her physical body. And it began to show. People took notice of it. But they didn't seem to be so happy about it as she was. Her parents weren't too happy about it. Her friends weren't too happy about it. She was espoused to a man named Joseph, and let me tell you, he, he wasn't too happy about it. And when you get saved, telling other people about Jesus Christ and, and, and what all he's done in your life and the changes that he has brought forth in your life, don't, don't be concerned and don't be alarmed if they're not as happy about it as you are. Well, let me tell you something. Don't abort what God has placed inside of you because of what other people think. Well, glory to God. Is there anybody out here in the parking lot listening to me today? All right. Glory to God. Let me tell you. Bring it forth. Let God have his way. Bring it forth to others. It doesn't matter what other people say. Let me tell you this. If you've got Jesus Christ today, you don't have a problem. You've got a solution. Bring forth that solution to this lost and dying world out here. Now, Mary was espoused to Joseph. And he thought that Mary had been unfaithful to him. And he was planning on calling the whole wedding off. And that's when the Lord gave him a revelation of Christmas. Matthew chapter 1, verse 20. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Let me stop right here for just a moment. If you're single listening to me today and you're looking someone to marry, you better make sure that that which is conceived in them is of the Holy Ghost. Because if you don't, you're going to wind up marrying somebody that's full of the devil and your life is going to be hell. Evidently, everybody in here married somebody that has conceived Jesus Christ in their spirit, and I hear some amens. Glory to God. And Joseph, when he received that revelation of Christmas, he acted on it. 
the Bible says in verse 24, Matthew chapter 1, being raised from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife. Without revelation of Christmas, Joseph would have missed out on the greatest event in human history. Without a revelation of Christmas, Joseph would have missed out on his very purpose in life, which was to raise up and look after the Son of God. How important is that? And without a revelation of Christmas, if you're listening to me today, and you've not accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you too will miss out on the greatest event in human history. I'm talking about the rapture of the church, which is soon to come. And without a true revelation of Christmas in your heart, you will never find out what your true purpose in life really is. If it hadn't been for that revelation of Christmas, Joseph would have missed out. I wonder today how many will go through all the motions of Christmas this season, but they're going to miss out on what Christmas is really all about. It happens year after year, my friend. Let's take a look at another group of people that received the revelation of Christmas. The shepherds. They were out in the field, keeping their flock by night. The angel of the Lord came upon ten and said, Fear not, for behold, I bring unto you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. A true revelation of Christmas brings joy. It brings joy, especially when you accept it and you act on it and move on it and you let God have his way in your life. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes in a manger. The true meaning of Christmas is all about Jesus Christ. Birds left the flock to find baby Jesus. Now, some of you are probably wondering, well, what happened to the sheep? If the shepherds were out there keeping the flock, and they left to find baby Jesus, what happened to the sheep? Let me tell you this. When you read that in Luke chapter 2, all them angels out there praising God and glorifying God, them sheep won't alone. They want a demon and devil of hell nowhere around. But let me tell you, <laughs> those sheep were well taken care of. But those shepherds, they left, and they did what it took to find Jesus Christ. Let me ask you this today. Are you doing what it takes to find Jesus? I'm talking to saved folks now, Christians today. Do you put aside a little time each day, you seek the Lord and you 
try to find out what his will is for your life. The Bible says the shepherds found Jesus. Those of you listening to me today and you're not saved, have you found Jesus? You can find him today. And when the shepherds found him, they found him just the angel said, you'll find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. Mary wrapped baby Jesus in the only thing that she had. Some rags, rags that they used to wrap the dead in. Jesus was wrapped in the very reason that he came. Think of that. In more than one way, God becoming man, God wrapped himself in human flesh for you and I. And Mary wrapped baby Jesus in swaddling clothes, the same rags that they wrapped the dead. Jesus was wrapped in the very reason that he came. And Galatians 4 and verse 5 says, He came to redeem them under the law. The word redeem means that a price was paid. Jesus Christ died on Calvary to save you and I. Why? Because the wages of sin is death, and all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, and Jesus lived a perfect life. He never sinned one time in word, thought, or deed. He lived a perfect life. He did for you and I what we could not do for ourselves. And he died on Calvary. He took our sins and gave us his righteousness. Glory to God. To redeem them that were under the law. All right, let's take a look at the wise men as we close. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east come to worship him. Their revelation of Christmas did not come from an angel, did not come from a dream or a vision. Their revelation of Christmas came from the signs of the times. They knew by the signs of the times something was taking place. And they went to the Word of God and they found it. And, and here's the thing. They left everything. They came from the east. We don't know exactly where they came from. It could have took as much as a year to get from where they were at to where it could have took two years. We don't know. But they were willing to leave where they were and travel all that distance to get to where Jesus was at. And they did it because of the signs of the times. Today, there are signs all around us of Jesus Christ coming again. Are we willing to leave it all to go be with him? See, here's what the Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 
17, Bible says, Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. If you want to go up into rapture, you're going to have to be separate. You're going to have to, not, not isolation from the world, but separation from the world. That worldly influence, the, the world reaches out after the child of God. And you've got to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord. Well, how do you do that, Brother James? You, you, you listen and, and do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. And let me tell you, he'll, 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 the Holy Spirit will deal with the music you're listening to. He'll deal with what you're watching over television. He'll tell you how to dress. If you'll listen to that still, small voice of the Holy Spirit. And the wise men came, and if you look at Matthew 2, verse 11, when they came into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. When you get a true revelation of Christmas and you accept Christ as your Savior, all you want to do is just worship him. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. When they opened up their treasures, the greatest treasure that you have is your soul, your spirit, your heart. Have you opened up your heart to him today? They opened up their treasures and presented unto him gifts. Give to the Lord your gifts, your talents, your abilities your strengths, your education, all that you have. You see, their gifts represents that which is valuable. What's valuable to you? I don't know about you, but my time's valuable to me. And especially this time of year. <laughs> How much of your time are given to the Lord? See, some of you don't have a problem putting money in the offering plate time to open up his word and read and pray and seek his face are you giving to the lord that which is valuable all right their revelation of christmas was also a warning of things to come uh, matthew 2 and being warned of god in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Herod was going to kill Jesus. And let me tell you something. Satan is going to do all that he can to kill the Jesus that's in you. And I'm just warning you of that today. If you didn't know it, if you think once you get saved it's all going to be downhill and the wind at your back and you're never going to have another problem. You got a target on your back. Satan's going to try to kill Jesus that's in you. And you're going to have to go another way. You can't go your way. When you get saved, you cannot live for God by the ways of the world. You can't live for God by your strength, ability, talent, education, the, the, the things that are indicative of a human being. You've got to go God's way. And Luke 9, 23 said, Jesus said, If any man will come after me, deny himself. Take up the cross daily and follow me. And that's what it's going to take. You're going to have to go God's way. 
and not your way. Because if you go your way, Satan's going to kill the Jesus that's in you. The revelations that came on that first Christmas, they came by angels, they came through dreams, visions, signs and wonders. But don't expect that today. Because today God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to bring forth a revelation of Christmas. And I hope this morning that the Lord's helped me to do my best. A revelation of Christmas. If you don't know what the true revelation of Christmas is, it's Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And until you act on it, until you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're not going to know the full meaning of Christmas and you're not going to enjoy what it's really all about. Have you had a revelation of Christmas? program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252-299-4234. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And now we're having worship service inside the church every Sunday morning at 930. As well, we're also having Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are being broadcast to the parking lot for those who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.